Thanks for listening to the Inner Life Podcast. Be sure to join us every weekday at 11 a.m. Central on Relevant Radio or on the Relevant Radio app. Find your local Relevant Radio station at RelevantRadio.com or stream us live every day on the Relevant Radio app. It's time to set out on the pathway to healing and light. This is The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. If you have questions or concerns about your faith journey, if you are struggling or searching for something more, if you are in need of some spiritual direction, our Catholic priests are here to help. One heart at a time. Welcome to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. Welcome to The Inner Life, the show that centers around spiritual reflection and spiritual direction, led by our excellent team of spiritual directors, priests from around the country. My name is Patrick Conley, in for Josh Raymond this week, and I am grateful for the opportunity to spend this hour with you. Speaking of being grateful, today being the day before Thanksgiving, as I'm sure Everyone in America who's listening is is certainly aware, uh, perhaps around the world, if you're listening on the app as well. We're going to talk today about gratitude and the Eucharist. St. Paul encourages all of us with these, these words from 1 Thessalonians 5. In all circumstances, he writes, in all circumstances, give thanks, for this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. Well, having a heart of thankfulness is the Christian's duty, not just one day a year, but every day, in all circumstances. Here to guide us in our reflection and direction is our friend Father Dave Heaney. Father Heaney grew up in Thousand Oaks, California, and was ordained for the Archdiocese of Los Angeles in 1978. In 91, he received a master's degree in marriage, family, and child counseling from the University of Southern California. And his latest book is Luke 10 Leadership, How to Succeed in Parish Ministry, which is a book, indeed, on parish leadership and published by Ave Maria Press. He's now the pastor of St. Bruno Catholic Church in Whittier, California. Welcome, Father Dave. Good to be back with you. Thank you, Patrick. Uh, Very, very grateful on this uh, day that we're celebrating uh, all that we are thankful for. Absolutely. And uh, as we were just saying, though, I mean, every day is a day to give thanks, right? So let's let's start there. Um, Let's start with uh, thankfulness. And why is thankfulness so central to the life of a Christian? Well, you know, I think one of the most profound moments that anyone can have is when they suddenly discover that they didn't make themselves alive. They didn't create themselves. They didn't make themselves become born. We just discover ourselves one day. We slowly discover ourselves alive, you know, probably around the age of two or three or four. And so our very life is not something of our origin. And so our, obviously our life comes from someone else. Maybe our first experience is being grateful to our family, to our parents. But ultimately we know that they are in the same boat. And so eventually we come to this idea of being grateful to God mm. for our very life. Why are we born in this century? Why are we born in this part of the globe? Why are we born into this family? There's so many things that we didn't make ourselves that really were handed to us that we simply discover. And so I think our, our ultimately first attitude towards everything is one of humility, which then leads to a sense of gratefulness and gratitude, mm-hmm. uh, recognizing what we have. You know, we're sometimes really good at recognizing what we don't have. But I think the best way, you know, the, kind of really the hallmark of a Christian is to first know what they do have, their blessings. And that comes first and foremost uh, for every Christian is this idea that our life is something that was handed to us by God that we are to do something noble about. So that, I think that's the beginning of our 
of our spirit of gratitude, our spirit of thankfulness. Right. And of course, this, as all of our Christian practices of our Christian life, reaches its, well, finds its source and reaches its summit in the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass. And Mm -hmm. uh, why don't you tie for us together, since we're speaking today about gratitude and Eucharist, can you start tying those two things together? What is the connection between, between this spirit of gratefulness that you just spoke about and the Holy Eucharist? Yeah, I think it's related, uh, you know, and I, th- I think, you know, perhaps the Church, as a way of making sure that we never forget that the Mass is about Thanksgiving, the very title of the sacrament, Eucharistic, Eucharist, uh, is a Greek word that means uh, good charism, good grace, uh, and we translate it as thankfulness. So the Eucharist, the very name, the very Greek words, means thankfulness. Right. It's interesting in English, though, um, I think the meaning is even more clearer. Our word thank actually is related to our English word to think. Whenever mm. you are thinking of something, you have something in mind, and that means that something exists. And as I was just saying a minute ago, that everything that exists ultimately has its source, has its origin in God. And again, that brings us back to this idea that we didn't make the universe, we didn't make our life. Uh, and so just even to... Th- even to um, the thinking and thanking are really kind of related related ideas, and that leads us to that idea of gratitude. Mm-hmm. So Jesus begins the, the consecration, of course, by saying, you know, he took bread, blessed it, and gave thanks. He right. is also, you know, giving thanks for the gift of this, you know, bread and wine. You know, we don't make, we don't consecrate wheat and grapes. We consecrate bread and wine. Somebody had to make those. Somebody had to form them and to bake them and to make them into um, bread and wine. So we, we begin by giving thanks for what someone else has done. And then uh, we are, and ultimately we are mainly giving thanks for what Jesus is about to do. Because what Jesus is about to do is the most amazing thing of all. That he takes his entire life, his body and blood, everything that he is, and he offers itself to our Father in heaven for your happiness. Mm -hmm. What can be better than that? Mm -hmm. Who else can provide happiness for you better than our Lord? Who else knows the human person better than our Lord? And here is our Lord at the consecration saying, my entire life is dedicated to your happiness. Mm -hmm. So everything about about the Eucharist, about Mass, is thanksgiving for what someone else is about to do for you. Right. And who is this person? None other than our Lord Jesus Christ, dedicating his life to your happiness. That is something to be thankful for. Right, right. Amen to that. Our spiritual director today, Father Dave Heaney, uh, from St. Bruno Catholic Church in Whittier, California, and he is guiding us through our discussion and reflections today as we speak about Thanksgiving and the Eucharist, as we are just a short, a few hour, few short hours away from celebrating the Thanksgiving holiday, but recognizing that Thanksgiving is part and parcel to what it means to be a Christian, a follower of Jesus. Now, Father Dave, I also, I'm, I'm just in my head here as I'm, I'm taking in what you're saying that uh, you know Jesus is about to give himself. It's being the sacrifice, his once and for all sacrifice, is being represented to us there in the holy sacrifice of the Mass. And we get to participate in that, to partake in that as well. But even that very sacrifice, when Jesus offered everything that he is on the cross for us, for our happiness, as you said, um, that even is an expression in some way of gratitude, is it not? I mean, it seems to me that one of the phrases I'm, I'm 
I'm uh, very fond of is that gratitude be- uh, gratitude begets generosity. And it seems like the more grateful we are, then the more apt we are to sacrifice what we have for the good of the other. Any tie in there that you can pull out? Well, first of all, I love your, I love that. I'm glad that the, that's a phrase that you like very much, that gratitude leads to generosity. And again, that whole sense that, that what I have didn't come from me, so I should be a conduit to right. let it pass on to, to someone else. Uh, so I'm like, I'm like a river. You know, the water comes into to, to where I am, and then it flows back out again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, uh, you know, I think that it's specifically mentioned somewhere in the scriptures, you know, what you receive as a gift, give as a gift. Mm-hmm. And we have the kind of mm-hmm. jocular way that we say it today, you know, to pay it forward. Uh, sure. And so, you know, the, the love and the generosity and the blessings that we have, you know, don't, don't stop with us, uh, but, but keep on going. Yeah. And I think the sacrifice idea is just kind of the depth of love that Jesus had, mm-hmm. that, he, that nothing would get in the way, that he would even endure crucif- uh, being crucified on a cross. That wouldn't deter him, that nothing would get in the way of Jesus', uh, Jesus love for you. Mm-hmm. Mother Teresa has that beautiful line that says, uh, when you look at the cross, you see how Jesus loved you then, and when you look at the Eucharist, you see how Jesus loves you now. Mm. That's why she's a saint. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So right, it's just a really, um, and I'm glad to say that that phrase is actually in the in the recent document that the bishops just wrote on the Eucharist. So I want to give mm. them, you know, due credit for that. That um, to to bring that quote from Mother Teresa forward is important. When you look right. at the cross, you see two things at the same time. You see what sin is. You you see the effects of what sin can do to someone. That, you know, this is, this is what evil people have done to our Lord. But then you also see the face of love. And right. this is what Jesus is willing to endure uh, for, your, for your happiness. And reveals the secret to happiness for us. You know, we take our life, our body and blood, and we offer it for the, for the good of our family, the good of our friends, the good of people around us. Jesus shows us, you know, the kind of recipe for a happy life. Uh, to take our body and blood and just as Jesus did to offer it in love for those around us. And, and then slowly love builds around the world and the kingdom of God is slowly, slowly realized. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Amen to that. May it, may it come and may it come to in its full. Well, let's uh, invite others into our conversation, Father Dave. This is, uh, this is good, rich stuff, especially the day before our national holiday mm-hmm. of giving thanks. So for, for you, the listener, what, what are you grateful for this Thanksgiving? What particularly has the Lord provided for you in such a way? And it could be something spectacular, or it could be something rather mundane, but you find yourself just so grateful for it. Please call in and tell us what you are grateful for. Our phone number here at The Inner Life is, as always, 888-914-9149. Again, 888-914-9149. Tell us what you are grateful for. And perhaps if you're especially grateful for the sacraments or some way that the Eucharist has touched you in the past year, call in and tell us that story too. 888-914-9149. All right, well, Father Dave... um, Clearly, as mm-hmm. part of the Eucharistic prayer, I mean, that, of course, traces its, its origin back to Jesus himself at the institution of the Eucharist. And as you mentioned, Jesus, this seems to be the ongoing pattern of, of his, uh, his sharing the bread with his disciples, is he takes bread and gives thanks, and he breaks it and, and distributes it. And 
with that being the giving the thanks being part of that, part of that process of giving thanks, we see that reflected in the words that the priest says as well, of course. Um, and uh, thanksgiving seems to be just so integral to the Eucharist in that way as we are participating in it. What can we, those of us who are uh, in the pews and participating from our in our way, but, but how, how might we... Uh, participate in a way that is truly thankful and that can mm-hmm. can join in Jesus giving thanks to the Father. So I'd say there's two ways. One that we do at every Mass, and that is, you know, really just to be attentive, to follow the words of the priest, to follow the words of the readings, to listen to the homily, to kind of just, you know, follow what's actually happening in front of you, watching and seeing and hearing and taking in and following the train of thought, following what's being said. What is being said at the opening prayer? What is the intention there? So I think just, you know, kind of being attentive is, is one thing. But really a very powerful point of the Mass is the offertory. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the time when the bread and gifts are, you know, usually stationed somewhere down the aisle, and then some family or some people get up and they take those and they walk them up to the altar. That's not an accident. That means that the bread and wine really are coming from people's homes. That's the way it was in the beginning. People right. brought their yeah. own bread and wine to the, to the Mass. And, but also, that's the time, as the bread and wine are coming down the aisle, and you're in the pew, maybe in the 10th pew or the 12th pew, as it passes you, you can put your intentions there with them. Hmm. What is it that you would like to bring to this Mass? What do you want our Lord to consecrate and transform? What do you want to offer to our Lord, so all of those intentions go on the uh, go on the altar as well. We're going to put specific prayer intentions at the prayer of the faithful in just a moment, and then of course the um, intentions of your financial gifts they also go on the altar. All kinds of things are going on the altar to be joined to the person of Jesus as He offers Himself to our Father in heaven. Right. So when you come to Mass, come with. Not only the intention to participate, to, you know, see and listen attentively, but also what is it that you want specifically to offer up at this Mass? Mm. And that way you are joined, you, you, you are a teammate, in a sense, with our Lord uh, presenting himself to our Father in heaven. Right. I think that's a very important thing. So you, you're not entirely a spectator. There is a part for you to actively be involved, you know, kind of interiorly and mentally and spiritually placing your your own personal gifts on the altar, just as the bread and wine are placed there as well. And I know it can be a real inspiration to me too, Father, that when I see others, or or even if I just steal a glance at somebody else who's sitting next to me in the pew at Mass, Mm -hmm. and I think about them doing exactly what you're saying, that they're offering, or they're they're submitting their own intentions uh, in the, the bread and wine that are being carried forward and that sort of thing. It's almost like, and I don't know, thanks, Thanksgiving gratitude can be contagious in that way. I mean, if you see somebody who is truly acting out of a spirit of gratitude, it kind of moves me to offer uh, my own self out of a spirit of gratitude as well. You think there's something to well, that, that gratitude can be contagious? Are you kidding? That, that's <laughs> crucial. That's central. That's one of the reasons why, you know, our experience of the Mass is this kind of old-fashioned, you have to actually physically be in the building uh, right. <laughs> to experience <laughs> right. it. You know, right. watching it on video is spiritually beautiful, and, and we did it, you know, all for the year and a half that we were here at St. At Bruno. But 
uh, nothing takes the place of actually physically being in the same place with your fellow Christians as a community, as an ecclesia around the table yes. of the Lord. And, you know, maybe that, that's one of the reasons why God, why Jesus instituted it this way, so that we would have an impact on each other. We would be able to inspire each other and, and uh, you know, give an example that might, you know, uh, strengthen someone else's faith. I know that yeah. uh, when, uh, you know, very often we have, during the prayers of the faithful, we have, uh, we, we mention people's names. They ask us, you know, can you p- please include this person in the prayer of the faithful? They're sick or they've passed away or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I may know the family that's out there of that person. I know when we say that name, that family, you can just see them change because they realize that their specific intention, what they really wanted is there on the altar. Um, and it's uh, it's impressive. Uh, if ever the, if other people know that family, they they have that sense of joined offering as well. So it's a beautiful part of the mass that time when we can inspire each other, as you were saying, by looking at that person next to you, and you know by all of us placing our deepest felt personal intentions on the altar. How wonderful that Jesus designed this sacrament to take care of our deepest needs in that way. Amen to that, yeah. Well, uh, speaking of gratitude being contagious, or uh, we would love to hear some stories of gratitude, so we have a couple of callers coming in, so thank you for that. If you have a story about something that you're particularly grateful for this Thanksgiving, be it extraordinary or be, be it ordinary, please give us a call. Join the conversation, 888 We're going to take a short break, but when we come back, we'll get to your calls and more with Father Dave Heaney as we talk about gratitude and the Eucharist. We'll be right back. Catholic Order of Foresters is proud to sponsor the Relevant Radio Studio Line. For information about employment opportunities and flexible premium life insurance plans, visit RelevantRadio.com Forester. Welcome back to The Inner Life. My name is Patrick Conley, in for Josh Raymond this week, and we're speaking today with our spiritual director, Father Dave Heaney from uh, he is in Whittier, California right now as the pastor of St. Bruno Catholic Church, and we are talking about gratitude in the Eucharist. If you have a story of something that you are particularly grateful for this Thanksgiving, especially if there's a tie-in with the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass or with the sacraments, please do give us a call. Join the conversation, 888-914-9149. Father Dave, let's go to the phones. We've got Tom, who's calling in from Chicago. Tom, welcome to The Inner Life. Morning, good morning. Uh yeah, I wanted to. I I pray I pray with the chaplet, and I pray the the rosaries across America also. And I do the same thing, and I ask for the same thing for my nephew, who's got MS and he's had it for a while, and it's pretty bad. None of the stuff is actually working for him, you know. But so the last shot that he thought they weren't going to give him anymore, but uh, I prayed and I and I didn't get through to the to the at the uh, at the. Uh, uh, the chaplet, and I and I didn't get through to the uh, to the rosary, but they still took my prayers and still pray for what what they had to do. Anyway, hmm. two days after I I I I, I said that I told the uh, the rosaries that um, my nephew went for the MRI, and there was no more new lesions on him or at all. So that's something I'm grateful for, and I just wanted to put that up. Out there to you guys that play the rosary and our, our Lord Jesus Christ and uh, you know the chaplet is, is just a fine thing for us to look, look forward to. 
And I, Thank you, Tom. I Beautiful myself. story. Beautiful story. And, uh, you know, I can, I can understand a lot of people calling into the radio. You know, your call didn't get through uh, to the radio when you called, but your, call, but your prayer certainly got through to our Father in Heaven. And God bless that uh, the healing came your nephew's way, that perhaps his MS will be much more easier to bear. Uh, that's a beautiful story of a prayer intention. Uh, we always know whether, you know, we always say that whether you get connected to, you know, relevant radio or not for a prayer intention, you know, God the Father always understands what you're praying for. And God bless you and your nephew that this, you know, had a happy ending. So I'm glad you, I'm glad you offered that prayer. Um, and especially I'm glad that you got it through the radio today so you could share that, share your story for, and be an inspiration for all of us. So thank you, Tom. Yeah, thanks, Tom. It's always great to to know that, uh, yeah, the prayers of of the faithful they are so powerful. Even if mm-hmm. we're not sure exactly what we're praying for, right? I mean, if uh, we haven't heard directly from Tom about his nephew, but uh, still, we've heard it now. We know those prayers were answered. So, great yeah. story of gratitude this day before Thanksgiving. Thanks, Tom. Thanks for calling in. Let's go from Tom to Kay, who's calling in from Mobile, Alabama. Kay, welcome to the Inner Life. Thank you so much. And I just um, told the uh, call-in person, he said, so what are you thankful for and grateful for? And I said, I'm one of nine kids, and I'm just so grateful and thankful for my parents that raised us Catholic, to have our Catholic faith. Um, We've had, uh, the last three years have been tough on us. Uh, My sister died, and then her husband died the next year, and then just recently my sister-in-law just died uh, due to COVID. But uh, we're very strong in our Catholic faith, and I just, um, I just, I love all of our priests in Mobile and the Archdiocese of Mobile because uh, they are they are working overtime, and I tell them I'm praying for you because uh, um, the devil is trying to get them because they're good holy priests, and they bring us, uh, thank God, you know, bring us communion, and we were very blessed throughout the whole COVID that uh, there was just, you know, not quite two months where we weren't actually able to go in to actually mm-hmm. receive the body and blood of Jesus. But uh, just, I'm just very thankful. Uh, I'm thankful you called in, Kay. I can tell you as a as a priest, I'm just delighted whenever I hear stories of heroic priests around the country who are faithful to their calling and practicing their ministry in a, in a devoted way each and every day. And it, obviously it's had an impact on you. So, you know, priests doing their job, you doing yours. I mean, we, we all are part of the kingdom of God and working together to make, you know, his kingdom come. And I'm just so glad that's happening down there in Alabama. And I think perhaps, you know, you know, your faithfulness to the Catholic faith has, has enabled you to celebrate good things like your parents, you know, and having a, a large nine children family and celebrating them, but also gives you the strength to endure and to face, you know, the ch- challenges and all the deaths that you just have recently experienced in your family. So we Catholics, we live a full life. We celebrate what's going well and we endure and know how to handle through when things go when things are tough. So uh, all of that to be thankful for, and I'm thankful that you called in, Kay. And, and again, especially, you know, when you see your priests, please give them my, my greetings, and, and I'm just uh, telling them that I'm inspired by their work. Yeah, wonderful, Kay. Yeah. Appreciate it. God bless. Yeah, Bye-bye. yeah, absolutely. You know, Kay uh, makes a good point, as does Tom in the story about yeah. his nephew, Father, that, uh, that yeah, gratitude. And, and again, I mean, we heard this from St. Paul, again, at the top of the show, in all circumstances, give thanks. So 
Can you give us a little guidance on that, Father? Because so oftentimes, I know from my own life, and I assume I may be just projecting here, but I assume in many people's lives, when things aren't going well, it's tough to be thankful. So any advice for us when things don't go sure. well or when we encounter hardship, suffering? I think the the number one thing to always remember is this. I think when you walk into any Catholic church anywhere in the world, the largest thing that you're going to see is the image of an innocent man on a cross, dying on a cross, mm. and so suffering on a cross. So that tells us that very central to this message of Jesus is how to face suffering and how to incorporate it and how to transform it uh, and, and how, to, you know, how, to make, how to go through Good Friday and to make it through Easter Sunday. So that cross tells us that suffering is still in the world. You know, Jesus came and went, and there's still evil people. There's still earthquakes. There's still things that we have to face and challenge. But Jesus gives us a way through it. So that's the first thing is that we have hope. We, we, we have a way of dealing with it. We're not, you know, on our own. You know, I, am, I will be with you always is our Lord's final words before he ascended. So one of the ways that he is with us is through the virtues, is giving us the grace to, to develop these virtues which, are, which really make for a happy life. You know, we can't develop courage unless there is some challenge. Hmm. You know, unless we have something difficult to face, we will never develop bravery. We will never develop what it means to be courageous. Um, if we facing a challenge, we have, to, we have to develop wisdom. What's the right thing to do? What should I avoid? What's the you know good path here? So prudence and wisdom. Uh, we, we we develop temperament, uh, temperance to keep an even temperament. Uh, we don't panic. Uh, we don't pretend that nothing is happening, but we don't collapse because something bad is. So we develop an even keel facing things. Um, and then I think the sense of justice uh, to make the right decisions going forward to not break the law or, or do something that's uh, unfair. So every time we, we face a challenge, we have the, the chance, the opportunity to develop these famous four cardinal virtues hmm. of courage, of wisdom, of temperance, and justice. So those, that's the kind of the, the path forward. And we have confidence that that will be, that we will be victorious because we have this picture of Jesus on the cross, who we know rose from the dead three days later, you know, which gives us the hope always for uh, eternal life. So uh, there's going to be challenges that we face, but we Christians, we don't panic, we don't collapse, we don't lose hope. We follow in the footsteps of our Lord because he is the ultimate example of someone who faced the greatest challenge of all. Even on the cross, he's loving, you know, this day will be with me in paradise. Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. Son, this is your mother. Mother, this is your son. Even on the cross in the midst of tremendous challenge and pain, he still is showing us that it is still possible to be a loving person. So in all things, we follow the Lord uh, in good times and in bad, in sickness and in health until forever arrives. Yeah, amen to that. Our spiritual mm-hmm. director today, Father Dave Heaney, as we're talking about gratitude and the Eucharist. And I, you know, I can't help but think as you're talking about that and uh, picturing Jesus suffering on the cross, mm-hmm. 
you know, oftentimes I think where my very human and, and perhaps fallen side wants to go, although I think it's it's pretty typical human, not necessarily a, a fallen response, but when some bad things comes my way, when some suffering comes my way, the first question that, that pops into my head is, is why, Lord, why is this happening to me? When I kind of suspect that maybe it would be better off to, to answer or to ask how? How can I endure this as Christ endured the cross? Um, I'm, I'm moved by, there's a prayer, it's part of morning prayer in the, uh, in the Common of Martyrs. It says, your martyrs followed in their footsteps by carrying the cross. Help us to endure courageously the misfortunes of life. And I think that's, at least in my own way, that, that is what will move me more towards gratitude in all circumstances than, uh, than simply asking, why, Lord, why? Mm. Yeah, well, uh, you know, something comes your way. I mean, you you can certainly ask, you know, why did this happen? You know, is it something that I did to myself? Did I shoot myself mm-hmm. in the foot? Or is this truly something that came from outside, some other, you know, evil person that hurt me? Um, but then, you know, I think you're right that the, the really our first step forward has to be, you know, what now? Mm-hmm. Uh, and yes, I think the main right. thing is we never panic. We never collapse. Uh you know, we never, uh, you know, just crumble uh, because we have, and again, always, in, in, you know, in the deepest part, maybe when something first happens, it's the most ang- anxious time when you first get a bad diagnosis from a doctor or you hear about the death of a friend. That's, that first blast can be so tough. And that's the most important time to look at the crucifix. Mm. Maybe just to stop into the church at a quiet time and just spend time gazing at the Eucharist and look and say, this is my path forward. This is my way out. This is how I will you know, move forward with my life is in this person of Jesus who himself experienced the most incredible challenge of all, the, the cross. Yeah. So always keep that person of Jesus in mind in front of you, and that will right your ship, and you'll have a way forward. Amen to that. Good advice and good direction from our spiritual director, Father Dave Heaney. If you'd like to join the conversation, tell us something you're grateful for. Tell us how you are giving thanks to God this Thanksgiving. Give us a call at 888-914-9149. Again, 888-914-9149. Let's go back to the phones, Father. We've got Linda, who's calling in from South Rapids, Minnesota. Linda, welcome. Hi. Hello. I want to share that. Hello. Hello. Go ahead. I want to share that I'm very happy and thankful for my family. I have eight kids, two in heaven, uh, 20 grandkids, and seven great grandkids. And we're all in perfect health, no disabilities. We're just so thankful. And most of all, I'm very thankful for my best friend, Jesus. Mm. Beautiful, Linda. You know, uh, I just have to say you said something really, really beautiful. I think you said you have eight children. Is that right? Two in heaven. Yes, that's the part that really I thought was so beautiful that, you, you, you know, you have eight children. You know, six are here and two are in heaven, but it's still one family. Uh, and I think that's a very, very beautiful way to say that your family is still intact. Um, but they're just separated by that, by uh, life and death. But it's still one family. And we always have that beautiful sense of the communion of saints, you know, on earth as it is in heaven. 
you know, all the saints and angels join us at Mass. Uh, your two children join you at Mass. It really is a beautiful way of saying our, your family was intact. Uh, and I just, just want to comment on that. And I think that, you know, that, that can also, you know, help alleviate the sense of loss. Um, and, you know, that you are profoundly happy for your family probably has given you that sense that uh, the happiness that you have with your family has ensured that you will always sense that they are still with you. Some are here, some are in heaven, but they are all with you. Beautiful uh, thoughts, Linda, and I'm glad that you shared that with us this morning. Mm-hmm. Linda, do you, are, are you going to be together with your, with your family uh, tomorrow? We celebrated, we celebrated Thanksgiving already on October 30th. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, in all circumstances, right? Deer hunting. Yeah. The boys go deer hunting, and there you go. my daughter took me to a play last Saturday, so it worked out that we just had it early. So yeah. tomorrow we'll go to church and just relax at home, maybe watch a movie. Beautiful. Wonderful. Yeah. You sound like Sounds you have good. the family that, it, that celebrates gratitude pretty much most of the time. Yes. So good for you, Linda. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Well, thank you for that, Linda. Thank you for a great, uh, a great testimony of giving thanks in all circumstances. So, yeah, very moving, very wonderful to see. Uh, let's go from Linda to Bonita, who's calling in from Oakland, California. Bonita, welcome to the Inner Life. Hello. I just wanted to tell you that uh, today at eleven uh, California time, which is in an hour and fifteen minutes, we're celebrating a requiem mass for my goddaughter who died in September. And I'm really grateful. It was so hard to get um, a Requiem Mass scheduled, you know, with um, the different uh, restrictions with COVID and everything. And so she is having one today. And I just wanted everyone to be aware. Her name is Marie Therese, and her Requiem Mass will be held today. And I'm very grateful for this. Oh, thank you, Benita. We love to do that. Uh, I'm glad that you called in because now so many people have heard that name. Maria Therese, and at uh, in an hour and twenty minutes or so from now, they can they can join you, Benita, uh, at that requiem mass in Oakland, and thereby you know really kind of acknowledge and celebrate this whole community of believers that we have here that keep each other in mind and pray for the repose of the soul of those that we don't know and and sometimes those that we do know and we do know now about Marie Therese because you called in, so. Thank you, Benita. Beautiful, uh, beautiful call. I'm glad that you called in this morning. Yeah, thank you for sharing that with us, Benita, because, uh, yeah, if I may suggest, we, of course, coming up right after the inner life is the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass as well uh, here on Relevant Radio. And so if you're unable to be at Mass or to say a prayer at a, at, uh, in California time, then uh, certainly join us next and carry Marie Therese to is one of your intentions to that Mass as well. Thank you, Benita. Appreciate that. Let's go from Benita to Ed, who's calling in from Arizona. Ed, what are you thankful for this Thanksgiving, Ed? Hello? Hello. Hello. Hello? Hi, actually, it's Joe from Arizona. Oh, Joe. Sorry. Yeah, they must have got my name wrong. Um, (laughs) I'd like to uh, give thanks for... um, you know, involvement with the uh, Ministry of Care, where we bring Eucharist to uh, the people that are, uh, you know, in nursing homes or stuck at home due to illness and unable to go to uh, to Mass. I'm thankful for knowing them. I'm also thankful for knowing the pe- other fellow people that do it, especially 
And I'm also thankful for the involvement with St. Vincent de Paul that myself and my wife have and all the people that are involved with it and, you know, the hard work they all do. And, uh, you know, we only play a very small part myself. Uh, but, you know, coming together to uh, help those out that are less fortunate. And, uh, you know, I'm always struck by, you know, a story that St. Faustina tells in her diary about when a young man came up to the door and, you know, they didn't have much left to eat and she whipped something up for him and, you know, then realized that it was Christ who had heard from so many people that, you know, such mercy was being dispensed from her convent. And, uh, you know, I try to remember that when we sometimes deal with some very frustrating situations. Hmm. Well, Joe, first of all, I'm glad we got your name right, and uh, I'm glad that you called. Uh, but, you know, you said, and, and I'm, so, I'm very inspired that you're involved in so many beautiful activities, communion for this, you know, communion for the homebound and St. Vincent de Paul. But, you know, you said, you know, you play a very small part. But I think any part that is done for the poor or for, you know, giving communion to homebound is a big part, has a big effect. And... You know, you may not realize the effect that you're having. You may think that it's a small thing that you're doing, but uh, anything that we do along those lines, I think, in the eyes of our Lord, is always a big thing. I'm sure Faustina thought she was doing a small thing just by making a simple meal for someone uh, on that on that day, but uh, she realized it was for the Lord, and and that story has now been retold and retold many times, and it's had a much much bigger impact. So, you never know. The little things that we think are small and, and little and not that important, you know, can have a profound effect. Um, and we may never know it. We may never know until the end of our life ourselves. So just keep up the good work. And uh, I'm glad that you shared the, that beautiful story with us. Mm, yeah. Thank you, Ed. I appreciate that very much as well. Joe. We are all, all are grateful Joe. for that. Sorry, <laughs> Joe. Thank you. Yes, I'm looking at the wrong thing here. Joe. Thank you, Father. Uh, yes, Joe, thank you for, for calling in and for sharing that with us. And it's uh, very grateful. We are gra- very grateful for your call and others' calls as well. Thank you to all who have called, but we've still got time for, to take some more calls. Uh, 888-914-9149 to share with us some ways that you are grateful this Thanksgiving and things that you are giving thanks to God for. We're going to take a short break, but when we come back, more of your calls and more with Father Dave Heaney. We'll be right back. Today we'd like to thank Daniel, who's listening in Arkansas, for donating his Dodge. You can join thousands of other listeners in donating old vehicles by visiting RelevantRadio.com slash car. Welcome back to The Inner Life. My name is Patrick Conley. I'd like to give my thanks to Nick Sendovich, our producer, and Jim Shaper, who's taking our phone calls today. And our spiritual director, Father Dave Heaney, as we are together talking about gratitude and the Eucharist. What are you thankful for this Thanksgiving? What, uh, in what ways have the sacraments touched you in a way that you'd like to give special thanks in this season of gratitude? And as Christians, as we've already discussed, that is all seasons and all circumstances give thanks, St. Paul tells us. If you'd like to join the conversation, give us a call, 888-914-9149, or drop us an email at innerlifeatrelevantradio.com. Our phone number again is 888-914-9149. Well, Father, um, we've talked a little bit about uh, about some of the things that can forestall gratitude or can be an obstacle to gratitude. And one of the things that occurs to me is jealousy. 
How mm. does jealousy get in the way of gratitude, and how can we overcome feelings of jealousy? Sure. Jealousy and its companion envy um, are two perennial problems that just kind of vex everybody. Jealousy and envy, though, are really sins of, of excess. So jealousy means that you want to protect what you have. And envy is wanting what another person has. Now, there's nothing wrong with wanting to protect and safeguard what you have. It's just that when it becomes excessive, you just have your hands over everything and you, know, and you allow nothing out of your sight. So it's just excessive. There's nothing wrong with admiring the car that someone else is driving. It's just that when you hate that person for having that car, then that's, that, that's envy. So it's a matter of degree. It's just kind of excessive. It's too excessive. Um, I think one way that Thanksgiving can help, and again, is let's say I have, let's say I have a house. Let's say I have a car. I want to protect them. I want to safeguard them. I want to, you know, uh, or even my, my spouse. I want to guard our relationship. But again, what Thanksgiving is, is, is Thanksgiving is, being, is, is acknowledging what someone else has done. You know, my life has come from someone else. The universe has come from someone else. So we don't have too much of a white-knuckle grip on things when we realize that they're not mine, actually, uh, but they really are gifts of God. So my spouse is not someone that I put a fence around that that person can't talk to anybody else or do anything else outside of my view. This person is a child of God, uh, is not, in t not my possession, not, something, not someone that I own and has to be free. So those are ways that we can counter jealousy. We can modify jealousy so it doesn't become excessive. And Thanksgiving, you know, really understanding what it means to be thankful for something that is not of my doing mm. gives me a sense of humility and, and uh, I can, you know, be much more at peace with my spouse and not want to, you know, put a fence around this person. So I think Thanksgiving is really is a beautiful way forward to, to help um, cure what can be a very, very problematic duel of sins of jealousy and envy. Mm -hmm. And I do think, uh, like you say, that gratitude does counteract the working mm -hmm. of jealousy in our life. The more we express and the more we even just take time to enumerate those things for which we are grateful, yeah. the more it can yeah, uh, tear down and uh, the strongholds of jealousy and envy in our life and realize, help us to realize all the good things that we, we currently have. Of course... I do have to say that um, there are uh, there are those in life circumstances that um, it might be difficult. It might be difficult to come up with a list that is is compelling for them. But perhaps many of us um, are living in situations where we're we're not taking stock of our of our blessings and of the good things that God has given. And uh, and it's a good time of year to do just that. Yeah. Well, um, I also wanted to ask Father. Uh, so it's. It is Thanksgiving tomorrow, and uh, many of us are going to be gathering together with family and, and friends. And uh, I know some people love this time of year for that reason, and some people dread it for that reason. But nonetheless, it's always good to be grateful to God, as we've been speaking about the whole show. But of course, it's also important to be grateful to and for others as well, even if we're not necessarily in the greatest of relationship with them. Wondering if you can provide us with some direction about how we can express to someone, maybe even in a small way, how can we express to someone else uh, that we are grateful for them and the things that they do? Any ideas along those yeah, lines? Yeah, I think, I think uh, 
one of the one of one of the ways I think that is the most powerful is when you are as specific and as detailed as possible when you're when you're thanking someone when you're giving thanks uh, for someone else. If you simply say, you know, I'm thankful that you're in my life, or I give thanks that you know you're my husband or you're my wife. Okay, that's beautiful. That's nice. I mean, I'd rather hear it than not hear it. But if you can say, I'm I'm so thankful when you greet me in the morning. I'm so thankful when you, you know, give me a goodbye kiss when you're going out the door. I'm so thankful when you say this kind of thing to our kids. The more detailed and the more specific you can be, I think that has, that's, that's much more powerful than, than a generic, you know, I'm grateful for you. So I think first think about those things. What is it that you like about your spouse or your kids or your parents? And then itemize them, really, you know, and just say, you know, specifically, what is it, you know, what is it that you find meaningful? Uh, I think that's nice because it will make it more powerful for you. You'll be more highlighted to it and will also be a signal to your spouse, you know, what's working, <laughs> what's, mm-hmm. what's appreciated. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and again, maybe let them know that what they thought was just a small little thing, you know, goodbye kiss, good morning, dear in the morning. What they thought was just a little throwaway line turns out to be something that was really had a big impact. It was very meaningful. Mm-hmm. So I think in general, uh, you know, the more specific and detailed you can be about specific things, specific behaviors, and itemize them and and, and uh, sharing them with your with your loved ones, I think that has a that's a big effect. But both ways, I think it's helpful helpful to you, and certainly helpful to the person who's hearing it. Right, without a doubt, and that's uh, that's something I know that a lot of families have that tradition around the Thanksgiving table is to have mm. everybody name, or at least the kids name, something that they are grateful for, which is a great tradition. I got to tell you a little story, Father. So I was, I was actually at uh, my in-laws, which is the traditional place for Thanksgiving that uh, my wife and I have celebrated for our years of marriage, and uh, and it wasn't a tradition that we did there, but one year we just decided to. to take it up to do to do that this one particular year and it was a large thanksgiving there were probably i don't know 30 people there or something like that so Mm. a lot of people there and as we made our way around the room and as different people uh offered different things and you were given some time to think and reflect on this it wasn't just kind of spur of the moment wow i mean there was hardly a dry eye in the place by the time we uh we finished off um everybody giving thanks for that so uh just that expression of gratitude, just what you're saying, Father, that expression of gratitude can be so beneficial, so helpful to uh, those who are giving thanks and then those who are being given thanks for. Yeah. And they said it out loud. So it yeah. wasn't just something they kept to themselves. And saying it out loud and everyone hearing it just draws us closer together. It's very moving. It's very inspiring. I mean, here you are telling the story again. I mean, it's it's right. uh, it's uh, moving. It's inspiring. We, and we remember. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, I'm back at my in-laws again, so who knows? We might be just be doing it tomorrow. What are you up to tomorrow for Thanksgiving, Father, if I may ask? Well, we uh, will have our normal 9 a.m. mass uh, in the morning, and we generally have a really good attendance for that. So we're, we're grateful that we have so many people that feel that sense of gratitude. Uh, we're also blessed with a priest in our rectory who's a excellent chef. And so... Ooh. He's actually preparing a beautiful Thanksgiving meal. And then very close friends of mine I've known for 40 years, uh, 
their family is is actually joining us. So we'll we'll have a, a nice gathering um, of the three priests, and then uh, this family that I've known for a long time will be will be coming. And uh, so we'll have Thanksgiving right here at the at the rectory of Saint Bruno. Ah, it sounds great, Father. It yeah. sounds really great, and so many things to give thankful for. And actually, before we go, I did want to mention just one more thing to be thankful for. I received a hot tip that Cardinal Pell from Australia is listening to the show today. So, Your oh Eminence, if indeed you are listening, thank you for listening. We are indeed grateful, uh, not just that you're listening, but also for your faithfulness to the Lord, your ongoing response to God's call in your life, and your service and ministry to His Holy Church. So, may God richly bless you in all you do. Thank you, Your Eminence. Beautiful. Well, um, just uh, so grateful to uh, all of our listeners, to Josh for giving me this opportunity to host the show in his absence, and for our producers Nick uh, and our, our producer Nick and our uh, phone man Jim for all the work that they do to put this show together, and of course, Father, for you and your spiritual direction uh, in this show. We are we are very grateful for you. Any specific way that we can pray for you, Father? Ah. Uh. Well, uh, yeah, I just think, uh, you know, just pray for myself and all priests um, that we, we that we develop that sense of thankfulness and gratitude every single day. Um, I think that'll be the best, uh, best way forward to strengthen everyone's vocation is to have that sense of gratitude and thankfulness every single day. Yeah. Amen. That's that's the way to do it. That's the way to go about it, too. Wow. Wonderful. Well, uh, thank you for tuning in for The Inner Life. Father, if you don't mind, you know, we always like to end with a prayer and a blessing from our spiritual director, so we would love to get uh, that from you as well, if you please. Heavenly Father, we ask your fullest blessing upon all of our listeners today and especially tomorrow. May every Thanksgiving family celebration just be a wonderful expression of gratitude for every blessing and happiness. We ask this blessing in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Father Dave Heaney, thank you so much, Father, for being with us. You're welcome. Yep, he is, uh, Father Heaney is from St. Bruno Catholic Church in Whittier, California. My name is Patrick Conley. Grateful to be with you these past three days and grateful that you have tuned in to listen to The Inner Life and pray that you would have a really wonderful and blessed Thanksgiving time. And I pray whatever your celebrations are, that they might bring you Many reasons to reflect on the things that God has provided for you in this year, the way that the Holy Spirit of God has worked in your life, in, your, in the lives of your loved ones, in your family, to reach out and to uh, help you along this path of faith. Because that's what we're all about here at The Inner Life. Uh, even though we haven't necessarily met one another face-to-face, we are so grateful for the, for the ways that we can encourage one another, even here uh, over the radio waves. So thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for your calls, for all those who called in today and each day this week. My thanks again to Josh and to Nick and to Jim for all your work in putting this show together. Grateful to be with you and hoping again that you all have a blessed Thanksgiving. Of course, a perfect way to give Thanksgiving is by participating in the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass. So we've got Father Edward Looney coming up in just a moment with the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass live from the Chapel of the Nativity in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Again, grateful for you. Thank you. God bless you. May you be well during this Thanksgiving holiday. God bless.